Welcome to the Tech Cat Show with host Lori H. Schwartz. Each week we hear from established leaders in the technology and consumer industry. Finding out the scoop should never be this much fun. Now, here is your host, Lori H. Schwartz. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's Tech Cat Show. And today, we are going to dig a bit into the future of retail, which is a really exciting topic as technology kind of creeps into all sorts of consumer behaviors, and it's really impacting how we shop, how we consume things. And I actually just got back from Las Vegas where I spent um, a day at a a show that's kind of exploded overnight called Shop Talk, where it was all about um, the future of retail and so much fun both as a business person and a consumer to see all the exciting things going on there. And so to help us really dig into this, we have a fabulous guest, Neil Kuznets, whose name I was terrified of (laughs) mispronouncing, who is the... (laughs) co-founder and managing partner of the Convergence Lab. And Neil's going to tell us all about the Convergence Lab and give us a sense of his background. Welcome to the show, Neil. Hi, Lori. Pleasure to uh, be here today. Thank you for having me. Oh, my God. The uh, audience is very excited to meet you. (laughs) So, so Neil, tell us about yourself, and then we'll dig dig into the Convergence Lab. But you have a very eclectic background, so I'd love for you to give us a little little bit of uh, a focus on it. Well, um, yeah, I've actually been in retail and um, for the last uh, almost 24 years now, and uh, I come from primarily more of the um, the fashion and apparel uh, end of things, and I have been more or less, I think, and people ask me, what is it that you do? I, I kind of say I'm a masochist of, of sorts, only because people don't realize how complex and dynamic the world of retail, let alone uh, the world of actually uh, creating, get, putting together ideas and concepts and being able to create them and bring them to life and creating DNAs and brands for them and then ultimately sourcing them globally to get them into a store and then hopefully someone buys it. And um, it is dynamic. And uh, my, my background really is, um, was previously, uh, I was co-founder of Robert Graham, which is a uh, men's and women's uh, um, fashion um, lifestyle brand, which is an omni-channel uh, brand and uh, e-commerce, uh, brick and mortar, wholesale channel, and also in catalog. Uh, prior to that, I was executive vice president of Ted Baker of uh, North America, London-based lifestyle brand. And then prior to that, I used to run CK, Calvin Klein. And prior to that, I was, uh, you know, running sales and marketing for uh, Pepe Jeans, Tommy Hilfiger, and um, had a really interesting uh, run working with some of the most, I think, dynamic people in our industry. Um, people like Evan Lewis and people like Jimmy Siegel. And um, it's brought me to a point where, um, you know, today I, I just have been watching since I think the late 90s what is considered a convergence of, you know, what is technology media, which is content, content creation, content consumption, and commerce, retail. And these are three massive um, ecosystems, three massive industries that are colliding. And they're all rather dysfunctional um, in the collision, but is truly the way the future is heading at this point as far as how people are going to be literally uh, buying um, and consuming goods. And it could be from fashion to uh, consumer products to beverages, you name it, but it's all about the experience and SVOD. So uh, that's kind of in a nutshell. 
Wait, so you worked for some small unknown companies <laughs> in your past. <laughs> yeah. And when you say when you say we've heard this a lot in the marketing world, but maybe for our audience, can you talk a little bit about how you would define omnichannel? Well, omnichannel is uh, you know, it's interesting. It's one of the more abused terms in the, in, in the world of, of retail, but it's basically hitting every angle of, of how you communicate to your consumer. So it, it really, in my opinion, it, it is about that internal brand and then the external brand of how you communicate, how you get every touch point and every aspect of your brand in the wholesale channel, working with retailers, to then obviously e-commerce, communicating directly to your consumers online. Um, you're also uh, talking to a world of your own freestanding retail uh, presence, um, brick and mortar, and then there's a world of, you know, that's still uh, catalog business, which is actually the, the physicality of actually receiving stuff in the mail. Um, and that's omni-channel, working on every aspect of how your consumer finds you and consumes. And the cool thing that's happening right now with technology is that it's bringing all of those channels together in a way that a brand can manage reaching their consumers across their entire sort of lifestyle path. Um, which is now the goal for everybody. Um, and did you actually make your way to to Shop Talk at all in Vegas this week? No, you know it's funny. I I was invited to Shop Talk, um, and it was through a very large conglomerate to uh, partake. But I'm actually in Florida with my family on spring break, so that was set a while ago in the priority. So. Well, you know uh, what? But I no, think I've gotten spring a lot of emails and lots of communications, though. <laughs> yeah, and so I was there, and one of the biggest things right now is really personalizing experiences and using artificial intelligence to to personalize that omnichannel and to send the right content in each of these different environments, whether it is a catalog or online or whatever it is. Um, and so that's such an important part of the story. So now you are over at the Convergence Lab and you're a co-founder and managing partner. Can you tell us what the Convergence Lab is all about? Because you and I met in a meeting when I was first learning about this and it's kind of fascinating. Yeah, okay, so the Convergence Lab um it's kind of what I mentioned earlier. Um, it is a company and a creative think tank um, that operates um, in a, dealing with the collision of these three industries, okay? So what basically we do is we, we synthesize um, strategies and we put together concepts and connect companies with all the top and best technologies um, along with the best storytellers um, with the technologies for brands to proliferate and to uh, become successful. And it's in partnership with Caltech in Pasadena. Um, we have a nice agreement with, the, uh, with Caltech uh, through the other tech transfer department. So there is a bunch of IP that we actually look at, and we have the Caltech lens to do R&D and to review a whole range of different opportunities and technologies. So what we find really fascinating about all of it is that, um, you know, when you're dealing with some of the top and best um, data scientists and engineers in the world, uh, in AI, machine learning, machine vision, uh, predictive analytics, um, it becomes a totally different lens of reviewing how, um, in, in a very abstract world, how these three industries work. So how, how does it the technology and media storytelling and retail really work. Well, this is the big deal. This is where everyone gets confused. There's no single silver bullet to figure out retail. And we're the connective tissue 
that actually finds all of the um, the key solutions and technologies that are in development to then deploy them and to work with uh, folks in social media on down to all the big data analytics and working in VR and AR. And it's a very complex world where we're making it as, as simple as possible. And I have a good, really great partner, John Cropper. We talk about the complexity of things. It's a very complex world, and our job is to make it simple. And that's what the Convergence Lab is about. And and what's really spurring a lot of this, too, is sort of the death of the brick and mortar or the physical store. Can you talk a little bit about what some of the trends are there? Um, because uh, I think everyone, even regular people who are not in the business, has heard of the troubles that Macy's is having and Sears and all these sort of companies that have been around since the dawn of time um, are, are actually um, going away. So what, what's going on with physical stores? It's interesting. It's a really challenging time. Um, and it's interesting because, um, you know, the, the brick and mortar world um, is going through one of the biggest changes in the, in the history of just commerce. Um, the stores in general are going to be getting smaller and smarter. And I think what the most obvious point of what's going on is that we spend our entire day um, on our on our iPhones, on our our, our smart devices, um, and the dope machine, the dope machine, the dope machine that it actually is. Okay, um, we walk into a store, and there's nothing that even comes close to what that behavioral aspect is all about. There's no technology that is interactive. There's not enough of it, and in most stores, it's just non-existent. So one, one company that we actually, uh, among the uh, board of actually, it's called Perch Interactive, is probably, I think, in my opinion, after doing and studying this for the last five years, um, I think these guys really get it. Um, and what it is, is it's basically streaming uh, content uh, to tables and to wall units with a back-end analytics to it. And what I think the future of what's going to be happening next certainly is, and this is where retailers are looking for the buy-in, um, is people want transparency. People want to know what products they're getting. Everyone's like, you know, on their phones looking and, and re- researching on the internet while they're shopping, while they're at home. They'll even go to a store, look at it and touch everything, go home and buy it online. The stores will eventually just get smarter and they're going to have all these screens. And what's most important is with big data analytics is that you want to know what people are literally touching today. What comes with what a Perch Interactive does is there's a product, you touch it, the screen opens up, it gives you all the options of what you want to look at, what you want to touch, what sizes, what colors, can you buy it now, do you want it shipped to home? So it really does enhance that whole experience you have in your hand, but now it kind of gives you a little bit of a break from walking around in in, in your little zombie zone, and it gives you a real experience, and it gives you a great way for brands and stores to communicate with you. And then the last part of that is there's going to be a lot of RFID, uh, a lot of UHF, uh, you know, concepts where you bring products over to a screen and there's a whole story that unfolds that really, at the same time, it, it educates you, it entertains you, and ultimately, if you're not being edutained, um, retailers are not doing their job. So, key thing right. is purchase interactive. It's going to be making it. 
yeah, making it more more engaging. Well, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to dig more into into some of these retail trends that are now happening, which are really combining, as you said, technology, media, and commerce on the Tech Cat Show with the fabulous Neil, who is giving us some real insights on the future of retail. We'll be back in a moment. comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. The key point of contact between consumers and brands is technology. StoryTech, a boutique agency, empowers you to use that tech to deliver your message, engage your customers, and raise the bottom line. How do you track and exploit the trends? How do you stay ahead of industry disruption? And how do you maximize profit from content? From strategy to execution, the answer is StoryTech. Inform, innovate, create. Visit us at story-tech.com. That's story-tech.com. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. This is the Tech Cat Show with Lori H. Schwartz. If you want to find out more about our show or to leave a comment or question, send an email to Lori at TechCat.tv. That's Lori at TechCat.tv. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. And we are really digging into the future of retail today with Neil Kuznets, who is um, the managing partner over at the Convergence Lab, which is, I, I say, I guess a consultancy really set up to help brands, media companies, tech companies, everyone who is trying to basically engage in commerce and transaction with consumers um, in retail environments. And so, Neil, what are some of the other trends that are happening around this convergence of tech, media, and commerce? Okay, well, um, key thing, and it's interesting because, you know, everyone talks to the world of disruption and all these big headlines of what's going on with brick and mortar and everyone's going to digital. And if, if you're talking about that now, you're, you're kind of already, you know, you're going to have issues. It's, it's, it's been happening. Everyone's taking the next steps. But what I, what, what's really happening, and it's really clear, is there's another term that people are talking to a lot. We've been talking to it for years, is storytelling. It's narrative. And in, in retail, it's all about branding. And, and, and ultimately, a brand is a thought. So the digital world is all about, really, in the end, it's not about tech and analyzing. It's about how you're going to tell your story. And it's all about digital video. It's all about what will be SVOD, and that's what's really going to be uh, the, the big trend for, for, I think, any brand, any retailer to really um, you know, embrace. Uh, the key thing, too, is, is, is really defining, you know, everyone talks to millennials, you know, and, and, and if you're talking about millennials and the old news and all the disruption, is it's really the state of where, how do you really connect? And when you connect, it's really when you have a great story, it's a great movie, it's, it's a great commercial, but like I mentioned earlier, there's a world of edutainment that I think is really going to be the next big thing that people 
and companies, agencies really have to be able to distill what their brand is and create that transparency of what it is. Okay. So selling and marketing is, is obviously making a big change, but I think what comes with all this, um, we have all these dynamic, you know, technologies, there's computer vision, and you have really some amazing folks right now that are, are working on a whole range of image recognition and dynamics and there's a lot of more, bi- uh, you know, biomimicry and a lot of more emotional intelligence that the machines are learning to be able to com- communicate better with, with humans. Um, and there's, what's interesting, too, is that machines are easier to teach than, really, um, than teaching people at this point. You're, you're going to start to find that the, the computers and even like the Perch Interactives are, are better at maybe communicating in the future. And it's all going to be through that storytelling. I think that... One, one thing to talk about, though, um, is um, that when, you know, I've been in dialogue with a, uh, with a top global um, cosmetic and, and beauty company, and they're, they're really very dynamic folks, they, and they, they are looking to create another billion dollars of, of, of business in the United States alone on some new products. And they're being very aggressive, and they're being very smart about it, because there are some new things out there, and I'll give you an example. Um, there's some new technologies that are based on predictive analytics. And what they're doing is they're taking movies and television shows and they're actually, um, you know, based on trailers and based on the releases, they're, they're actually going and have these very, um, you know, dynamic algorithms to get the feedback from social media and understand exactly what people think of uh, these shows and these movies. And there's a quantitative and qualitative analysis that comes with that. And they're basically 96, 97% accurate to what will be box office, um, you know, um, you know, uh, you know, billings to the point of then what is it that and how much should be spent on, on ad revenue as well. And that's a big deal right now is what is the return on your ad spending. Um, so the next thing that's happening with that, talking to movies and television, is there's a whole retail component to that. So because there's going to be storytelling and it's all going to be in 10 second, 30 second, could be two minutes. All these are kind of like nouveau documentaries on products and brands. Um, you're going to need these types of predictive analytics to understand the quantitative and qualitative aspects. And, you know, what comes with that as well are, are new UI, UX type of technologies, which I'm, we've been looking at. And there's a whole range that you're looking at hundreds of decks and looking at hundreds of companies where you have now the ability to have multiple, um, if not all, social media platforms into one interface. So what you have now is you don't have to bounce around anymore. You don't need to go from Twitter to Facebook to Instagram. It all is on one interface, and you have the ability to tell a compelling story, keep your, your, your consumer focused and captive, and giving them the option to look at products and then ultimately what's happening are creating hotspots where people can actually buy products right there on the spot, um, whether it be uh, like Rihanna's new release and what she's wearing or it's going to be Empire on Fox and what everyone's wearing and doing, but it's going to be like an Apple Pay, a Samsung Pay overlay. It's one-touch one purchasing. There's no longer being driven to a site, a website, to have to you know, dig in and go through five, six, ten steps to buy something. So if you want something and you really are impulsed to buy it, it's right there in front of you. It's one touch purchasing. Um, so, so what, you, what you're you're kind of talking about is a combination of a lot of of different trends. One is that all these different touch points require content. 
they are all in some ways using AI of some kind or data to be data-driven. And they're all showing up in a variety of different places to really enable that transaction um, so that there's no, the consumer isn't going off and thinking about it anymore. They're actually engaging with the brand in some way. Is that, is that correct? That's right. And um, it, it's, it's a very complex world. Um, there's some Bitcoin, there's some blockchain technologies as well. Um, one company which is really strong is Monograph. Um, it's basically a watermark digital encryption of all audio and video files. Uh, it's proof of ownership, but it makes it incredibly easy to watch the attribution of watching where people are going. Um, and with any content or imagery that you're sending to them through social media or influencers. So to your point, yeah, it's um, a range of different um, technologies and ways of engaging customers in storytelling and then to make it easy. The human, the human behavior is all about ease. If it's going to be easier to do something, that's where it's going to go. And that's what we're now... Um, what we've been dissecting and isolating are all those technologies that make things very easy. So we go through our think tank process with a very interesting um, filtering system where we take uh, you know, experts from as many as eight to ten different industries to kind of determine, uh, are these technologies or are these approaches really viable and is it easy? And is it something that consumers on, on the average level are going to embrace? And, and that's what we do. It's so it's so cool too that this is all happening. So, are are brands coming to you and saying we don't know what to do, or are they coming to you and saying we heard about this this particular trend like AI, or that we need to have Hollywood content in our world, or whatever? And then they're coming to you to help you execute, or are they basically saying we we're losing ground? Um, help us, you know, uh, save this brand. It's both. And um, I think the anxiety of it all is, um, you know, the cost of the cost of, of literally setting up and operating the digital world is, is actually more expensive than it is in brick and mortar. And the biggest pain in brick and mortar is there's just a lack of traffic, and it's continuing to 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 wane. So it's about the buy-in. How much are we going to invest? What is the right approach? And when you take a step back and you put the convergence lens onto it, how are you ultimately representing yourself and your brand and your story? It's really simple, actually. But what comes behind it, and there's a lot of granular detail behind all these technologies, is that you have to make it look really easy and simple. So we have one project that we're working with, the top um, television and uh, Hollywood studio. Um, and there's a lot of issues going on with the, the dying world of DVD and Blu-ray. Um, and it's, it's in double-digit decline. And the, the increase of the digital play of people you know, buying online and SVOD is only in, in, in high single digits. So there's a big disparity in there. So they've, they've reached out to us to say, okay, what do we do? How long can we and will we be able to sell DVDs for profitably without the price compression of lowering the price? And then what is it that we need in order to communicate better on our, our movie and television releases? It's like everybody needs to squeeze out as much as they can out of the lemon and these investments that they're making in order to get the ROI. So that's it. People, retailers, brands are all about ROI. 
And technology in retail has been this whole world of ROE, return on engagement. So we're at this very pivotal point where it's now great. It uh, sounds like we can engage people, we can entertain people, we can put some shiny things in front of them. How do we convert them to actually buy? And that's what we are doing, and that's what we've isolated as far as a range of key strategies that bring it all together for both brick and mortar and for digital. Um, you know, um, I, I think that, you know, one last thing to mention is that, you know, there's um, these massive databases. Um, you know, you, you start looking at, you know, everyone goes to Google and they start looking up everything and they, they're not really sure exactly what's real, what's not. There's been this whole breach of reality of all this information of the technology age, right? But what I find fascinating, and everyone kind of knows this to an extent, is that, you know, if you go to an Amazon, okay, and everyone talks about Amazon as that, you know, they're, they're, they're like the guy of retail, right? Um, People are more apt to actually look up products and services on Amazon than Google. They actually have that much more credibility and they have that much trust in their brand with their consumers and certainly on Amazon Prime. So now there's these new technologies that are developing that actually put a different lens and filter onto what Amazon or what a Jet.com or Alibaba or Rakuten are about. And what it is is being able to get quality clicks, being able to understand sponsorship advertising versus print advertising, and being able to understand true attribution, where people are going, and understanding how to convert them into buying products. And it's, this, is the, this is that kind of a new unknown, um, and there's some very dynamic technologies that we're looking at right now that are literally converting people. And it's as far as, you know, the return on ad spend as much as anywhere from four to 9.6 times on the return on ROI. So these are moments that are all being piloted. They're out of beta. They're actually working. And we're, we have access to that we're, we're working with. And it's a very pivotal time. Sorry to keep saying that, but it really is. And the next 12 to 24 months is going to be very compelling because when you, you know, you walk all these trade shows and you look at what's going on with retail and you look at what's going on even in the traditional wholesale channel, I think a lot of brands, and in fact, a significant range of brands are potentially going to get vaporized if they don't have the right digital strategy. If they God, I love, love that you just said that because that will mean more work for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have to uh, we have to take another break. I didn't mean to cut you off, but when we come back, I want to dig more into some of these um, other tech trends and and more tech trends that you think are interesting. Some of which you've mentioned, but that real really are. I have said for years to so many of my um, colleagues that everything is about marketing and content in the end. And so I want to dig a little bit more into into what I mean by that, especially. Um, with consumers um, on all these different platforms that are so personalized. So we're going to be back in a moment on the Tech Cat Show with the fabulous Neil Kuznets, who is um, the managing partner over at the Convergence Lab. And they're really sitting at the center of this exciting storm in technology, media, and commerce. So we'll be back in a moment on the Tech Cat Show. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. 
The key point of contact between consumers and brands is technology. StoryTech, a boutique agency, empowers you to use that tech to deliver your message, engage your customers, and raise the bottom line. How do you track and exploit the trends? How do you stay ahead of industry disruption? And how do you maximize profit from content? From strategy to execution, the answer is StoryTech. Inform, innovate, create. Visit us at story-tech.com. That's story-tech.com. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. This is the Tech Cat Show with Lori H. Schwartz. If you want to find out more about our show or to leave a comment or question, send an email to lori at techcat.tv. That's lori at techcat.tv. Hi, everybody. So we're getting into some really exciting trends right now um, that are at the center of the future of retail. And we're talking to uh, Neil Kuznets of the Convergence Lab Um, really about how if a lot of companies don't jump on now and start reinventing how they go to market, how they engage consumers, um, how they sort of omni-channel their own storytelling, that they will be disrupted out of their own uh, category. Um, So, Neil, what are some of the other uh, trends you think that are really important for brands to jump onto, or what should they be looking at right now? Well, um it's interesting because um, there's um, there's some big, big data analytics is, is a big deal, but it, I think that the whole future of everything is about predictive. Um, people want to be able to understand where things will be going and how good they are, and ultimately, you know, machines, uh, AI, ML is going to certainly help and be the leader in that. But you still need that human touch and human hand to it all. Um, but there's one thing that I. I We've been looking at for a little over a year now, a year and a half, um, and it's a company that actually analyzes in VR. Um, and what it is, it's about X, Y, and Z axis analytics. So if you could imagine being able to look at all of your data in 3D to 6D to as much as almost 10D, okay? 6D and 10D? I have never heard of that before in my life. That sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's almost like, wow, what, what planet are we on today? But what it is is ultimately different color coding and shading and different dynamics of showing video and then you know, all the supplemental you know, content to reviewing your data. And when you look at things in, in three dimensions and three X, Y, and Z, and you, you get to customize um, your data sets, you get to ask more and better questions about what your data is doing. So in stores, yeah, you have different stores, different regions, you have a whole matrix of brands, you have SKUs, you have colors, sizing, you have average transaction, you have all the stuff, foot traffic. So there's a lot to crunch and you got to do it quickly and you got to understand what you're doing. And then there's the physicality of interpreting that as a merchant of what goes on your floor. Um, so I believe that, you know, one of the big trends certainly is about um, being able to then, and in this case, you literally have to put on a pair of, of VR goggles. That's the only way you're going to be able to literally look at, touch, and analyze your business. And when you're, when you're looking at spreadsheets, looking at Excel or anything else, um, and by the way, I love companies like Domo, which they have incredible business intelligence, great interfaces, but it is about three dimensions. 
Um, and Domo is, a, is, is Domo a data company? I, I, I'm reading about them all the time, but I'm trying to figure out like who they are. Are they, are they data yeah, analytics? It's, it's, it's data analytics and it's business intelligence all in one. Uh, Josh James and out of Salt Lake is, is, is heading up that company. And um, they're, they're changing the way companies are just looking at their businesses as far as different diagrams, graphs, and just the way you combine your data sets to understand your business. And it condenses things into more simplistic, you know, forms. So, yeah, they're, they're business intelligence and data analytics, and they now re- uh, recently have a, a whole very impressive arm of predictive analytics, too. So that's why I'm talking to it is that um, – it's only been really the world of, you know, fintech and, you know, finance and uh, the world of Wall Street has been, you know, has had all the PhDs analyzing um, all these types of data sets. And now, now it's going to be available to any business and industry shortly. Um, so that's really impressive. That, that's, that's the big game changer in, in a very complex world. Um, and then there's a lot of interesting moments going on in the world of just geotagging, okay, and being able to analyze um, things from up above and looking at image recognition, densities, and objects, and, and kind of watching behavioral aspects of how people work and where they go every day. So that's another interesting angle. Um, and then um, I think what's also interesting, too, is... Um, when you start talking about even sports, and I feel like sports is the last real thing out there because it's so exciting and it's happening in real time, is also looking at the analytics on that. And, and all of this, and why I'm talking to it, is it all turns into how all of these things live and survive is because it does turn into the world of, of retail and advertising. And creating but it's all, all content. It's all storytelling. That's it. That's, so so what's, it. what's the role then of a content creator in this world? I mean, are you advising brands to buy content companies or to hire creatives? Or is it more about everyone having arms into Hollywood and, and partnering with more, more traditional, um, you know, content creators? Like what's, what's, how do you move through this? If you're a brand, you have an ad agency who maybe has content folks, but more on the advertising side. So how, how do you, what's the next move for you in this space? Well, well that's it. And I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, you know, certainly the agency side is very challenged. They're trying to figure out how to, you know, work with all the, the, the you know, the top brands. We work very closely with uh, literally one of the top uh, consultancy uh, uh, companies in the world um, in retail um, in CPG. Uh, everyone's looking for, um, you know, the, the solutions, but the agency end of it, you're going to be seeing, and there, there's, a, there's a range of them already, um, folks that have that social media, the data analytics, they have the, um, the data science background and the agency background. So this is kind of what it all kind of turns into. You got to speak multiple languages, and if you can't, you're going to have a longer runway. You got to be able to speak tech. You got to be able to talk media and content. You got to be able to talk retail and commerce. And if you can't speak in that trilingual cross section, it's going to be harder and tougher. And to answer you, there's probably two. There's really three agencies I've I've spoken to, and some really very bright people that have that amazing synthesis of being able to be storytellers and be data scientists at the same time and be able to know, tap to the left, tap to the right, how to tell the story. And that what comes with that is then all these great overlays of all the technologies I kind of mentioned 
of how to get people to engage to what moves their thumb that then gets them to maybe buy something or to at least minimally get engaged. But it's about quality click-through. It's about eliciting um, emotional um, you know, reaction and engagement. Um, and again, there's no silver bullet. This is the evolution that we're in and on. And what we do is we isolate through a very sophisticated process to, to, to find the people, and it's about the people. I mean, there's all these great technologies. It's the people that, that, that just get it. They, 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 you know what it's like, Lori, when you meet with people and you're immediately like, you know, kind of lights go off. They start speaking a language. They start using words, not just echoing what you've been talking about, but they make it all come together. So complex situations become simple. So these agency folks I'm talking to, they get it. And there'll be more of them, and it's going to be something to be really well studied coming up. It's going to be very important. Now, are you finding that at a brand, a retailer, that their innovation arm and their marketing arm are separate and don't really talk to each other. And what you're talking about and what I've been talking about and a lot of my colleagues are, are coming from a world where these things combine. But what I found is the Innovation House has budgets for R&Ding new products. The marketing side is, is set up to advertise already established products. And so the storytelling doesn't seem to combine with innovation and marketing. You know, like they live in these silos. Is that still the case yeah. for for what you're seeing? 100%. I mean, it's, it's exemplary for exactly what's going on with just look at the world of technology, uh, media, and uh, and commerce. There's barriers. And you have, um, like, from the world, you know, I came from that I know very well. Is, you know, you have designers and you have merchandisers and you have business people and salespeople. They're not all in the same room. They're not. And product development people aren't talking with the marketers. They're not. And this is what's changing. And people are talking to it. But these silos are dangerous. This is where, you know, you get into very complex situations. And it's a cultural thing. And I was just talking on the phone earlier today with uh, a top consultancy uh, company. These are cultural issues. Everyone's been brought up in a world where everything is in a silo. Everyone's in their own separate world. Even today, even talking with doing some of these um, these projects, you literally have to push. And this is how P and Ls are created. Everyone has their own separate P and L in their own departments. Is that you have to now combine their efforts and their egos in order to make things work. And there's a different dialogue and there's a different form of leadership that's going to be forming. And I think what's happening is the world of even hierarchical, you know, leadership is kind of a different world is that everyone's going to have the ability to lead. So they all speak the same languages. And that's where I think that the, the cultural change and shift is happening now. And the companies that don't adopt that are, I think, really going to, they're going to have continued issues um, and they're going to have to really work with who is their key innovation officer and who are the folks that are really going to be able to break these barriers down. And if you try and do it overnight, it's going to be even more dangerous. Is it how do you integrate it? And that's a really good point, Lori, 100%. Yeah, I have. I always found it so irritating, um, you know, how the silos were causing problems within the companies when they all the magic was there. They just didn't talk to each other and they were so protective, you know, of each other's budgets 
you know, um, and the silly thing was that they both have what each other needs. And now there's no time to separate out when it goes to market and when it's being invented, which is why, you know, sites now like Indiegogo, which has an enterprise unit, which is allowing you to actually contribute to the making of something rather than wait until it's already been made. Um, yeah. And so you get a you get a sense of whether a product is actually viable by putting it on a, 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 just a picture of it on Indiegogo, and then people vote and contribute to see if they want that thing made. I mean, that makes so much more sense to me than going through this like insane process of building something that nobody wants. You know? Yeah, it's a total reverse engineering. In fact, we're working on another project that recently um, came to us. But you're going to start to find. Um, ideas and concepts and, and brands um, and new brands and even brands that need to reinvent. Um, it's going to be really a world of being able to re- reverse engineer, meaning you got to bring all of your people together to then be able to tell the story. And that means bringing your product development people and your marketing and your salespeople and, and the whole leadership crew, each silo to sit down to basically create a new campaign, a new product, and to be able to delineate what are the important aspects for everyone to be partake in what would be a successful launch of, of any kind of product in the digital world. So there's a brand that we're, we have. It's, it's really kind of quite exciting. It's actually a surf and skate brand. Um, and really what's interesting in that world is that's probably one of the more um, diverse worlds of outdoor sports, extreme sports, and BMX, biking, all that stuff. It's a rich culture. It's all about action. It's all about catching air. And the way most of these people communicate, and certainly the younger folks, and I don't want to talk in the world of, you notice I'm not talking about millennials the whole time, because uh, there's 55-year-old kids that I know, and there's 15-year-old kids I know. Um, and, they, and they actually do skate and surf, but they all communicate, and certainly the younger ones, through the glue of, of, of content. They, they, they send and trade um, shots of themselves jumping off steps or just what they've done. And there's a new approach to now launching products and different aspects of what the benefits are, whether they're protective gear um, or it's, it's fashion trend or there's influencers that are actually uh, designing and making the product. And there has to be benefit to everything. There's too much product, there's too many stores, and there's going to be a correction where new products really need to have relevance. And influencers will be key, but more than ever, um, this is going to be reverse engineering. The idea is going to start a different way now. Well, we need to uh, take a quick break, but I think that's another really great point about the disruption of all these companies. But when we come back, I want to dig a little bit into, you know, what's in your house? Because when you're someone that's... um, talking and brainstorming and giving um, advice and strategy to other companies about where they need to go. It's always interesting to hear about what you are actually doing in your own life. So we're going to dig into Neil's closet (laughs) and dressers and all his privacy in a moment on the Tech Cat Show. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. 
The key point of contact between consumers and brands is technology. StoryTech, a boutique agency, empowers you to use that tech to deliver your message, engage your customers, and raise the bottom line. How do you track and exploit the trends? How do you stay ahead of industry disruption? And how do you maximize profit from content? From strategy to execution, the answer is StoryTech. Inform, innovate, create. Visit us at story-tech.com. That's story-tech.com. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, for the Money Answer Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is the Tech Cat Show with Lori H. Schwartz. If you want to find out more about our show or to leave a comment or question, send an email to lori at techcat.tv. That's lori at techcat.tv. Hey, everybody. We are back for our last section on the Tech Cat Show today, and we're talking to Neil Kuznets, who is the managing partner over at the Convergence Lab. And again, we've been talking um, for the last hour really about how tech, media, and commerce are all coming together to dictate the future of retail. And so many of our favorite brands may or may not make it through this critical time where all of this is coming together. So I always like to ask my guests um, who are sort of at the cutting edge of all of this stuff, or what they advise uh, major brands, you know, what do you have in your house? I mean, is your house all tricked out with like the latest NFC and RFID stuff? And does your refrigerator talk back to you? (laughs) Do you have Uh, robots rolling around and and doing all sorts of crazy stuff? You know, you would think so. Um, I think one most exciting thing that's in my house and that my kids certainly love, we all use is uh, the Amazon Echo. Not to plug them, but um, yeah, that AI is just tremendous. And um, yeah, we've talked about that uh, a lot on the show. Everyone, ha- I mean, I have st- I have too many in this house. I mean, it, they've become my friend. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it becomes a part of the family. It's it's a, it's a whole separate, you know, talk about a sociological, you know, a psychological study. Um, so that's big. Uh, we have a number of them, um, and certainly we love Sonos as far as how we listen to music. Um, we have a bunch of iPads and iPhones, but we try and keep, you know, especially with the kids, um, we try to keep things not as over the top, actually, to kind of take a break from all the technology in our everyday lives. But I do see that, um, you know, um, one thing that I, I wanted to mention, um, you know, there, there's a lot in people's homes that um, are going to be very important and certainly um you know, speaking to retail, and I, I, I mentioned RFID, radio frequency identification, um, that's going to be expanding tremendously. Um, it's like 
You know, imagine like you look at something where you actually have an object and you have the ability to tap and click into get all the information on it. And I think that's where everything's going to be going to be leading to. Everyone wants to know, and there needs to be that transparency. And NFC and UHF, near frequency communication, ultra high frequency. There's going to be a lot of embedded chips and tagging for communications to be going on. It's going to be a little creepy, and but I think in a good way. And I think certainly um, for younger folks that are being born into this world, um, they're going to have more tech in their home. Uh, they're going to have more access, and they're going to have more of a natural interest um, to understand uh, and to decipher things in, in, in the actual physical uh, reality and in the digital reality. And I think that's where there's a cultural difference right now. Um, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a bifurcation of ultimately, I say customer, but it's just demographics. Um, we're a half generation away before it all kind of comes into one and not having such a uh, you know, disparity between um, really three different uh, generations that are under this new digital lens that we're involved in. Um, so, yeah. What do, what do you think's coming down the pike that we're all going to be deeply involved in, but not like in the next six months, but in a, in a couple of years? Like, what should people be paying attention to? It's all, I think, VR, virtual reality and AR is big. You know, everyone who's in the VR space is coming tomorrow. Um, but, you know, I think in the next, you know, in the next 36 months, there's going to be enough, you know, goggles and um, updates to what will be even, um, it'll be goggleless 3D. There's going to be different types of HoloLens, um, you know, hardware. And then ultimately, um, you know, story technologists are not storytellers. And I think what's going to happen is there's going to be a whole world of passive and interactive um, you know, content and edutainment and a different way of kind of stepping into um, um, a virtual reality. Um, and what comes with that, and it's kind of interesting, I, I like quoting um, Marshall McLuhan, who he was like the godfather and critic of, you know, um, of technologies that, you know, it's we, we experience more than, we, we actually understand, but it's not the understanding, it's the experience that determines behavior. And I think that's a clue for what all this technology is about to unfold, and certainly VR, and I certainly think a lot of regulation in terms of um, how everyone's going to be using their technologies is going to be kind of through a flux. It's like a global order underway. And certainly technology is like, you know, going to be a part of what will be this global order and certainly the connective tissue for it. But I think, like I said, VR, AR, and at point MR. Um, and I also think that, um, you know, speaking to my world, there's definitely um, the massive world of real estate, physical real estate, and malls and the stores in general. Um, you're going to be seeing a tremendous amount of interactive um, technologies that people are going to be involved with on a day-to-day basis. And um, I think it's going to be compelling, and I think there's going to be a really great authentic and transparency doctrine that's going to unfold for for everyone. And I think that's kind of the moral of the story, is that um, you're going to see kind of a big crunch um, in terms of the world of um, what is ubiquitous access to products, and what I call um, necessities. And then you have the world of, let's say, um, 
nice things that are going to be called accessories or luxury items and things that you pay premium for that actually have you know, significant margins and limited distribution. But I think the future of success at retail will be the cross-section of the two, which I called necessaries. It appears to be exclusive, but has designated distribution channels and has reasonable margin and ROI. And you have to be really smart, wicked smart, to understand how to use your technology and digital strategies to achieve that. Um, So it's going to be a different world. Um, But, yeah, it's going to be an immersive world of VR, and there's going to be a physical world that's going to be interactive, and it's going to be compelling. Oh, I, I want to go to this place that you speak. Um, <laughs> where can we, <laughs> where can we um, keep up with what you're doing at the Convergence Lab? Are you guys, um, do you have a, a, a website, or are you tweeting, or are you blogging? Like, where can we find out what you guys are up to? Well, we'll be hearing more about us. Um, we are more of a, uh, we're a privately held company that's um, kind of emerging into um, more of a public space. We have a website at conversionslab.com. You can reach out to us on that site. Uh, there are some passwords to access information and some, uh, some content. Um, I will be uh, speaking at the uh, NAB show, actually in Vegas, on the 27th of April. Um, and there are some uh, engagements happening in New York that you'll also be able to find on our website. And um, we are in New York, and we are in Pasadena and L.A. So um, you'll be hearing about us uh, more and more as time unfolds. Great. That's great. And it's such an interesting space that you're in right now. So uh, everyone should look out. Where, and where can they reach you? Where, where can people find you directly? Best way, just reach out to me on uh, LinkedIn. I use a whole range of, of social media. But LinkedIn is probably the best for business, and that's where you'll find me. So Neil Kuznez, the managing partner and co-founder of the Convergence Lab, sitting at the center of this exciting world of media, tech, entertainment, and commerce, the future of retail, saving brands from, you know, disruption and uh, from from dying like dinosaurs. <laughs> And keeping them alive to uh, to serve us all for the future. Neil, it's been so great to talk to you, and we'll all keep our eyes out on the open for uh, the Convergence Lab and uh, how it's going to uh, to save the world. Great. Not too much. Not too much Laurie. pressure. <laughs> pleasure. Thank you. And we'll, we'll see you. All, well, yeah, and we'll hear from the rest of you next week on the Tech Cat Show, where we'll be talking to somebody somebody else, hopefully as cool as you are, Neil. Hopefully, we'll keep the coolness going. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to happen here. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Thanks for to no one. It's been cool hanging with you. Great. Okay, great. Thank you. Have a great week, everybody. Ciao, ciao. Thanks so much for listening to the Tech Cat Show. Please join Lori H. Schwartz again for another great program next Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel and syndicated to the Voice America Women's Channel. 